Welcome back to Sapphic Stuff. This is Maddie and this is Kristen. And this week we are bringing you Saving Face, which was better than I thought it would be. Not because I thought it would be bad, but um, a lot of lesbian movies kind of suck. Like, let's let's just put that out there. There are a lot of lesbian movies that suck. This one doesn't. And this is unique in that neither of us had seen this beforehand, right? I know I hadn't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, I know everything else we've previously done on the show, one of us had seen before. So this is new ground for yes. sapphic stuff. Yes, we watched this just for you guys. And we we're glad we do. did. And also for us, because it was pretty great. Yeah, no, I'm glad we did it. I liked it. So starting talking about this, this whole movie made me miss New York. I love New York so much. And this movie has such New York vibes. Even if it has New York vibes from when I was very, very little, this is, this is probably, this is fair. It's in New York. It's in New York. I would hope it would have New York vibes. It has big New York vibes. And gosh, it made me want to go to Chinatown. I love Chinatown. I was just very excited to watch a movie about adults for a change. Um, <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, how like absolutely tired we are of how every single piece of Safi content seems to be about, you know, teenagers. And like, it's not that I don't appreciate those things. And a lot of them are really good. But when you are an adult, it's also nice to see other adults, you know, getting to have representation and just, you know, be gay. (laughs) It's nice to know that you don't stop being gay when you hit the age of 23. You know, you just turn 23 and you magically stop being gay. I think that's what Hollywood said. You start being straight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Either that or you're like 40. There's nothing. You, there's no in between. You're either, yeah, you're just, you either go straight to like being someone's mom or you're a teenager and you're gay. You can't like be in between that. Or you're on the L word. And that's only because the show is coming back after a long time. And yes, we will eventually watch the L word. I'll do it. I hate the L word. I'll the do new it. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate the old one. I'm not watching the old one for all the money in the world. But what if they offered us all the money in the world, Maddie? Okay, if someone offered me a ton of money to watch the L word, I would do it. I would do that. Mad. All right. Imagine being me. I had to watch the L word in college for for a research paper once. So let's just see how old I am. That's. Did you uh, did you choose your topic? I worked with what I could work with okay it was (laughs) it was a gay and lesbian like like tv film media studies class and there wasn't a lot of options (laughs) gay media studies but the only lesbian media is the l word that sounds it was kind of the only lesbian media there really weren't (laughs) any other options (laughs) okay back to saving face I really like this movie and it's less of a romance than a this is what it's like to be closeted in New York and Chinese. Yeah, and- I noticed that. It had it wasn't even entirely just about her. Like it no. wasn't just about the lesbian romance. It had a lot of other characters that had things going on. It was arguably a lot of it was about her mom. I mean Okay, so one of my notes here in my phone says, I'm sorry to say it, but her mom is hot. <laughs> this is how her mom got pregnant at like what, 45 <laughs> or something? <laughs> She said 42, I think. Um, Okay, well, this is by being hot, I guess. (laughs) She did score like a way younger man. Yeah. And I want to say that this movie actually did make me cry. Aw. 
it made me cry when her mom finally accepted her and they were on that bus and she was like well I guess I guess it's okay if you're gay and you know what that made me happy I feel like I have a low bar that's so strange because like I cry at a lot of things and I did not cry with this movie but I think I just I don't know I just thought it was really sweet like the ending really did surprise me because for a while there I kind of wasn't sure if it was going to have a happy ending I wasn't yeah. like 100% sure where it was going and I don't feel like very trusting that we get happy endings to no. be fair like, I mean so much lesbian media doesn't end happily that like why would I believe that we were gonna have the ending be happy and it's like this little indie movie and we right. get happy ending because a lot of the times indie movies are sad no and like Granted, a lot of it was sad, but... Well, yeah, no, I am perfectly fine with any amount of sadness so long as we get happy in the end. I honestly was shocked. Like, her whole family came around. Even the grandfather started (laughs) acting, like, totally chill. It was, like, a complete switch. Just, like... I would not call him totally chill. I would call him begrudgingly chill. But, like, he, he dealt with it. He just went with all of it. This movie reminded me a lot of not being out, which is a long time ago for me. But there's a lot of, I guess, unprocessed feelings mm. about having to hide who you are and being absolutely afraid of what people will think of you. Yeah, I mean, it was rough, especially because in theory, like her mom did know. So it's not oh, like yeah. she didn't try to be herself. It's just that it didn't actively matter. Yeah, her mom knew and she chose to ignore it, which... Uh, she chose to actively try to go against it and set her up with men, like constantly. Ugh. Like freaking Raymond, the most boring man I've ever met in my life that I didn't actually meet, but consider. <laughs> why is he a living, breathing, walking, talking Verizon commercial? Like, why? I, I'm going to use that from now on. Walking, talking Verizon commercial. That is my new... Why is he a walking talking? Something I really liked about this movie was the vending machine flirting. I've never seen vending machine flirting before. It's beautiful and it's my new favorite thing. I'm like the next thing I write is going to have to have some vending machine flirting in it. I feel like I've seen vending machine flirting before, but for some reason it's just like not coming into my mind right now with where I saw it. I've never seen lesbian vending machine flirting. That's fair. But this was, yeah, this was actively very cute. And I felt like the way they went about it, it was so very gay. Like, I mean, you've got like the longing stares and like the slow-mo and the music kind of like fades out. And I mean, I got some butch femme going on here. Like the whole cinematography was very gay. Everything about it. (laughs) Very gay. And I will say, because I've seen the half of it, like I know Alice Wu directed both. And I will say that it, it has a lot of very similar kind of styles, which isn't surprising. Yes, we will be watching the half of it eventually. Yes. And I will say, I was sad that the grandma died because I I did genuinely kind of like her, but I guess, I mean, she was old, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay that she died. This is me joking. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked the way that it kept like going in and out of using like Chinese and English. I thought that was really nice how like authentic that was. And I really enjoyed that. That brings up something else. We've watched a lot of really white stuff on sapphic stuff. 
And this is emphatically not that. And that's really nice and refreshing. It was nice. There's not a lot of stuff that, unfortunately, there's not a lot of sapphic stuff that isn't white. And so that is why it is difficult to, you know. Certainly the stuff that is mainstreamly popular is pretty white. Pretty white. Yeah. Because Hollywood is like that. And I loved that it was like, not just this is a movie about Chinese people. This is a movie about like Chinese-ness. It was deeply ingrained in that culture. And that was really enjoyable, especially as it's something I don't know much about. Yeah, it was really neat. And um, there was also just like a lot to keep track. Like there was a lot going on. There was a lot of characters, like everyone did contribute. Like there was multiple storylines. Yeah, It really wasn't just like the one focus. Like it wasn't just like this is a lesbian romance movie and like it has something for everyone like I would think that straight people even could watch this movie even the straight people even the straights could watch this movie you guys something I found really fun about this movie was like the gossiping middle-aged women (laughs) I found that very relatable because I mean I know middle-aged women and that's all they do pretty much so (laughs) they just at one point someone calls them the Chinese biddies and that made me oh my gosh, I wrote that hard. down. I wrote that I wrote Chinese biddies in like the in like big capital letters because I freaked out. Yeah. And those of you who listen to this show a lot know that we're obsessed with motherland and love the biddies. So it was great because it just made me think of like, yeah, I don't know. Just like it made in my head, I was just like, what if Alder just had like a whole set of Chinese biddies? <laughs> There's definitely one Asian bitty. Yeah, but what if they were all? <laughs> they must specifically be Asian. I want to know why I wrote it. At some point I wrote, if smoking bad, why sexy? And I just like, <laughs> I just felt the need to, to comment I mean, on that. I guess. I, mean, I said her mom was sexy. So that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> and I really like how they met as children, like Vivian and Will. I really like how, like they they literally met as little kids and like will somehow forgot this but like she kissed her little nose and then just ran away which is the most relatable like panicky thing to do like what i would have liked i would have liked a flashback of that that would have been really cute that would have been adorable and also they were so dramatic like when she's teaching her how to fall like why (laughs) was that so dramatic and also how did they make falling so attractive (laughs) There's some definite dramatic lesbianism going on here, but it's all adorable. I do wish they didn't do all that fade to black thing where like Uh, they literally had sex while the mom was watching porn. That was very weird. That was the most awkward transition and I did not appreciate it. I have a note in here saying that if I had been alive and of porn watching age when video stores had existed I would oh my gosh. not have rented any porn because I would have been <laughs> embarrassed I remember actually when I turned 18 and I finally could go into you know the like the back room <laughs> of the video store and like how awkward I felt but I still like went just to see it you know like I didn't get anything I just was like you know, because I was too awkward to get anything, but I was still in there, like roaming around, feeling like I was like so scandalous for just being in there. Like I wasn't doing anything, but it felt so scandalous. I don't know. And I remember the L word actually used to be kept back there. Oh my God. Obviously, yeah. Because gay equals porn. 
Not to be fair, it's pretty pornographic. It's a little spicy. Elwood has a lot of like very explicit sex scenes. Like you literally watch them go down on each other. Like it's very explicit. It's not more explicit than any other HBO show. Not that it's on HBO. Is it on HBO? The new one, yeah. But you have to remember that back in the day, the old L word was like one of the most like pornographic things on TV. It was also on Showtime, which you had to pay for. It wasn't like it was on cable. Oh, I have another note. What is with lesbian doctors? Why is that a trope? There are so many lesbian doctors. There are a lot of lesbian doctors, aren't there? There's a lot of sapphic doctors, and I support them. I think they're sexy. Making me think of um. But why are there so many? He's not necessarily not a doctor, like um Lauren from um, yeah Lost Girl. Lost Girl. I I really love me some Lauren. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Why did I write a hot dog? Can be so personal. The hot dogs really did make me miss New York. That was one of the very New Yorky things. I was like, I would like to go get one, please. Thanks. (laughs) New York hot dogs are somehow better. I don't know why that is. They're so good. They're the best ones. I really liked that Vivian's mom, like, actively, clearly knows that Vivian's a lesbian and is, like, totally fine with it, which was really nice to see that, like, it wasn't just this this universal thing where everyone was going to be problematic about it. Yeah, no, I really loved that their moms set them up in the end. That that made my heart sing. I the moms looked at each other over the like <laughs> and just kind of like gave a little nod and a smile, like, hey, we did it. Yeah, we set our girls up. We did it. We did the dang thing. Something I'm wondering about Vivian is does she make enough money to have an apartment that large? Like I guess she's a successful ballerina, but how much do ballerinas really make? Um, I mean if you if you dance for like the New York opera, I think you make a lot of money. All right. Well, I support those ballerinas who make bank, but like, I've, I've always heard that people on Broadway, like in the chorus don't make that much money, which she's not in the chorus. She's like the main dancer. Like she's like a prima ballerina. Like yeah. she's the fanciest one. <laughs> the fanciest ballerina. The fanciest ballerina. I wrote, I did write that the mom was really pretty. I didn't write she was sexy or hot. I <laughs> she did, is I sexy. The mom is really pretty, but this is like a lot of dates. Like, <laughs> to be fair, like I was really impressed with how many dates she pulled. That was too many dates. I love that her daughter set her up with um, some guy who was just at the hospital. And she's like, I don't like his thyroid like level. He's Chinese and he has he's Chinese pretty and let's good health. everyone go on a date with him. <laughs> He was like, well, he's Chinese and he's pretty healthy. So that's good enough. And I'm like, wow, really checking these boxes. (laughs) Something else that made me laugh a lot was that her mother tried to set up Vivian with her neighbor. With Oh, yeah. With with Will's neighbor. That was so weird. And she like accused Vivian of being racist for not wanting to go out with the neighbor, which was like very strange. Which is especially weird after the mom's like weird little racist comment about him having mom was too much super colorist yeah the mom was super colorist at the beginning and I was like so you can say that but like she can't just not go out like I it it was very hypocritical she is problematic she did come around so like I I forgave her but she was definitely problematic well I mean who knows if she came around on the you had too much soy sauce now you're black I'm gonna assume she did not come around on that there was a lot of sad longing on trains, which I think lesbians yes. are just weird, like really known for. Um. <laughs> Name some other sad longing on trains you've seen. I, I want to know. <laughs> well, to be fair. Have you done some sad longing on a train? <laughs> really? 
am I talking about myself? <laughs> uh, you're allowed to, yes. No, I mean, I just felt like lesbians are always sad and longing, and I just, I don't know, sad I longing. Guess it's it's okay to long on trains, all right. It feels gay, okay? It's similar. It's not like the same type of gay as like everyone else where they're sad, longing, wearing a petticoat, staring into the ocean, but like this was like that, but in New York. Yes, I I did love that this was not a period piece. Like, no, I didn't, nice. I didn't nice. go into it expecting a period piece, but God, there's yeah. so many lesbian period pieces that I'm so it was nice tired. to not see giant, you know, petticoats and like corsets and like. I mean, I like those things, but also consider lesbians didn't stop existing after the 1800s. Like, they still happen. I think we're looking into this. This is a pattern. Lesbians stop existing after the age of 23. Lesbians yeah. stop existing after the 1800s. After the 1800s. I will say you didn't see the half of it, but like her interrupting the wedding had like big half of it vibes, big, uh, like big church vibes where like, cause like they both kind of interrupt a thing and like go in and we're like, ah, stop the thing. We have to interrupt and give a whole big speech now. And it's, it's just big vibes. So something I really loved about this is it's so tropey. Like you've got that stop the wedding moment and then you've got the chases her through the airport. Through the airport. And then the kiss me in public in front of all these people that she like doesn't do it. And I'm like, you were so close. You ran after her. You could have fixed this. I mean, of course we need to make the movie longer. I mean, but she could have just kissed her. I was so upset. I was like, love, I literally wrote, love couldn't conquer internalized homophobia. I really love a good airport, I love you. And yes. I've, I've never seen anybody with straight say, I love you. that. Well, it, it, what I'm talking about is it, a chase through the airport to go after the Oh, airport. yeah. And I, you know what's sad is you can't do that anymore. No. So, like, <laughs> back in the day, you could do that. But now, because of the way it is, you're not allowed, no. like, you know, into the actual airport. So, like, that wouldn't be possible. Yeah, now we need period pieces for our airport chases. <laughs> like, this is an AU where the airport still allows you to go beyond the gate. So... I got really excited that Vivian was back and that the moms orchestrated the whole thing. And then they kissed in front of everyone. And yes. like, nothing happened. Like no one freaked out. Well, everything no, there was, was fine. There were some people who left. That's true. Yeah, there are people who left. But like, which is nobody the- actively like, like, I just felt like it was going to be so much more dramatic. Like people leaving is like, actively what I would prefer people to do rather than like get up in my face and like scream in profanities at me or something yeah (laughs) as far as homophobia goes it was the most polite way to be yeah (laughs) like I would prefer that like if that's what people want to do like fine bye like (laughs) like get out (laughs) just leave I just think it's nice that like Vivian and like Vivian's mom and Will's mom like are in cahoots. And like now I like to think that they're like best friends. You know, I just have this like little like in my mind, like they go out and they like hang out together all the time and they're besties. Well, Will's mom could definitely use a best friend. So I think that's, I think that's. Yeah, I feel like she really needs a friend. So I feel like maybe now they're all friends and they just hang out and. Play Mahjong. Play Mahjong together. Yeah, because she had to get rid of those other mean Mahjong ladies that wouldn't even come see her after she got pregnant. That was rude. People are so judgmental. 
this whole movie is about judgment and I, I think and avoiding judgment true and that's but- like, and that when you finally face that judgment, maybe it doesn't suck as much as you think it would. It was so sad that the mom, like, didn't even feel comfortable to, like, admit to her daughter that nobody showed up for Mahjong, though. Like, she was so embarrassed. She didn't even tell her. I mean, would you? I think I would have been, like, so depressed that yeah. it was said something just because I would have been like, woe is me. I have no friends. They've all abandoned me. No, no, I would have hid my secret shame. Really? I would have been dramatic about it. No, but hiding your secret shame is dramatic too. It's a different That's kind true. of dramatic. It's, it's like quietly dramatic. <laughs> it's like internal drama. Internalized <laughs> drama. Like you're, you're suffering in silence. And I really did love this. Like, as I said, I am used to shitty lesbian movies. This was both a movie that is lesbian. I'm not sure I can entirely, it's not like a rom-com, but. I would say, yeah, it is definitely about. It's about lesbian. Will, so and it's the lesbian experience. Lesbian. Which and it's actively about like what it's like to be queer growing up inside a traditional Chinese family. Like a traditional Chinese American family. Yeah, I, I there's a lot of patriarchy going on here. I, I definitely have a, oh my God, so much patriarchy note. So much patriarchy. Yeah, it legitimately reminded myself of my time in Mormon boarding school. And I was like, oh God, that's not good. I, yeah, I, the grandfather was a lot to take yeah. in. He was like coming at the mom like that. That was a lot to deal with. Like, I don't wish that feeling of being less on anybody yeah no he was actively ready to like disown like more than half his family and just be like well you all failed so bye he he like pretended to disown half his family several times he did kind of just pretend though didn't he because like he didn't actually follow through with any of it well he did kick her out of his house yeah but that was like the one time and then it never really turned into anything a lot of bark no bite yeah like he's he's not so scary i can handle him (laughs) i can't he scares me i just i really liked when they were laying together and i think it was it vivian who was like my stomach sings arias and i was like (laughs) lesbians are so extra and for what I mean, she's extra in a really adorable way. I mean, that's so cute. But also, like, what do you do in slaying here writing poetry about your tummy gurgling? Like, that's not normal. Like, what are you doing? I think it was supposed to be, like, juxtaposed with the pregnant mom. But I, I don't Maybe. know what's going on there. That could work. Yeah. Okay. I'm smart. I, just thought, I think they were very cute together. And yes. I like them a lot. And I like also that they technically, like, had, like, a tiny little crush on each other as, like, little baby gays. And then they managed to find each other again later on. And I think that's really awesome. I also like that Will inherently knew Vivian was gay. I think maybe the whole community knows. Everyone knows. Well, I, her mom didn't know. Her, that's Well, I think her mom kind of had a suspicion. Yeah, her mom is bad at having suspicions and saying anything about them. Like, Yeah. I mean, her mom also caught her. Like, can you imagine, though, what that would have uh, been like? Terrifying. Like, Will basically said that, like, like, I don't know what she caught them doing necessarily. Like, they could have just been kissing, but, like, still. Like, me before I was out would not have wanted to have been caught kissing a girl. Not that I did any kissing a girl before I was out, you know. I I was pretty boring. But, (laughs) like, 
But like, uh, she just like barged in. And then tried to set her up with. And then never spoke about it again. And just went straight into setting her up with Verizon commercial men. (laughs) Verizon commercial men. I I love that so much. That guy was such a dirtbag. All he did was talk about Verizon for like an hour. Do you think that was product placement? Why did I write, does he have stock in Rogaine? <laughs> that, that was a question. She said something about him needing Rogaine, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's going to need to have stock in it because he uh, has no hair. <laughs> My brother's bald. Don't fine. make fun of bald people. You're allowed to be bald. I just thought this guy was such a loser for so many reasons. Yeah, he, 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 like he had a lot reason. not to recommend him. I would not recommend. Do not recommend. <laughs> um, also, like, I really liked where someone was like, I can't remember who said it, but they were like, sleep Trump sex. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes it does. Oh, another interesting tidbit. So I know for Motherland, we mentioned that who was it that produced Motherland? Will Ferrell or something. Will Ferrell helped produce Motherland. For this movie, Will Smith produced it. I was just so floored by that. What, what is with Wills and what is this? lesbian content? I'm, I'm trying to find a I'm trying to find a pattern here. What is the reason? Please. What's the reason? Why'd you do this, Will Smith? We appreciate you. But why? I will say Vivian her, is very smooth. She has a lot oh, of really yeah. fun. She said, like, about, like, I'll go back to the vending machine where she was like, yeah. sometimes your body knows what you really want. <laughs> and I'm like, do you really just, like, make, like, a granola bar into, like, a sex thing? Because I don't know how you did that, but it was really smooth. <laughs> the sexy granola bars. Like, that was so smooth. I was really impressed. Yeah, her vending machine flirting is inspired. On point, like it's very like A plus vending machine. Like if if someone vending machine flirted with me like that, I'd pass out. I would simply fall like the way that they taught us to fall properly. (laughs) You would you would faint. I would gracefully fall over. (laughs) Would it be graceful? I I like to think it would be, but um, (laughs) I've met me, and I don't Mm. know. All right, so. Any final things to say about this? I liked this movie. I thought it was really great, you know, representation for Chinese American queer people and also for like, yeah, and and for older, just like, you know, not teenagers. Like, I just thought it was great all around. Yeah, I I really did enjoy the non-teenager aspect of this. Like, I'm closer to a teenager than you are, but it's starting to grate on me that all- Like, these are adults. Like, this girl is- a whole doctor like you can't just be like like a teenager and be a doctor like you have to be like pretty like grown to be a doctor I'm pretty sick not just of teenagers but of teenagers who look 23 because they're played by like 27 year olds 27 year olds and then I'm like oh no I'm attracted to this character but she's a teenager but then you're like no wait but it's okay because the actor's actually 27 yeah no it's it's a very weird space to be in and I just I want to hear stories I want to it was like, like Pretty Little Liars where like all of the girls were supposed to be in high school, but like the majority of them were like at least 24. And I, I was just, like, wait a minute, how are you doing? I just want to know that life goes on beyond the age of 23 and that 
it doesn't. You, I don't actually exist. And that gay people have joy out of high well, school. Well, I can't you know? guarantee you that part, but I can guarantee you that we exist. I'm 26 and I'm having joy, said Maddie in the most deadpan voice possible. <laughs> the least <laughs> joyful way you could have said that. I'm 26 and I'm having joy. I have joy, damn it. <laughs> Let me have my joy. <laughs> and you know what? This film brought me joy. It also brought me like intense emotional, oh my God, is everything going to be okay? It was actively stressful at times, but it was also very good and it was joyful and it had a lot of comedy. And I, I actively would, would would watch this again. I thought it was very, very good. And oh I yeah, yeah. This is definitely going to be rewatched. So what are you rating it out of 10? I will rate this. I'm going to rate this 7 out of 10 hot dog. <laughs> because I thought... It was very good, but it could have been gayer because it wasn't like it was like 100% focused on them all the time. And there was just a lot of male characters, like just too many men all the time, constantly. And I just thought maybe it would have had at least eight out of 10 hot dogs if there was less men. I am going to rate this eight out of 10 vending machine notes. Um, <laughs> someone please, please write me a vending machine note. Honestly, like I will, I like don't play though, because I will fall in love. <laughs> not a game (laughs) I really enjoyed this I honestly kind of enjoyed the fact that it wasn't a rom-com that there were things in it other than gayness I know that's the opposite of how you felt about it (laughs) well no I just I rated things based on the sapphic content and I felt like there could be more sapphic content there definitely could be more sapphic content but I really liked it as a film even the parts without the sapphic content so I even wrote somewhere like did they fuck because like we didn't really get to find out in theory yes obviously they did but like they just cut away so like I don't know I mean we saw some boobies that's true that was (laughs) yeah but we did see boobies you're right I love the fact that I chose to say boobies but (laughs) (laughs) so the next time you see us we will be talking about American Horror Story Coven because we are ready for spoopy time Yes, it's going to be our spoopy episode. <laughs> and I I know that Kristen's really looking forward to that because she loves AHS. I love it so much. I love AHS and I really love Coven. It was such a good season. Even though it's like arguably not as gay as some seasons, it's still like it's queer culture and also it's gay. Yeah, I was pulling for Asylum, but uh, then I was reminded that Asylum has some really uh, difficult content in it. So we Yeah, will- some content that really turns the stomach and isn't as uh, ideal, I think, sometimes. Yeah, so we will be skipping Asylum for the we moment. We want to see the, the sexy witch, witches. And who doesn't love some sexy witches? You know that this podcast loves sexy witches. I just, um, I love Cordelia so much. And oh, so yes. I just, just want to watch Cordelia be a bamf. Like I'm a big hours. Misty Day fan. Misty Day deserves so much better. Okay. We will talk about that. We will talk about that. All right, please rate our podcast. Please subscribe. Please find us on Twitter at at Pod, And we'll see you next time.